All right, here we go. What's up, people? Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. My homie's been on vacation long enough. Next time, it's going to be me on vacation. <laughs> What's up, AJ? Doing well, Jack. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Uh, just ready to ready to debate, ready to discuss, you know what I'm saying? Ready to get back to doing what we do. Yeah, let's uh, get some consistency. So I, I was saying, this is like a welcome back Kyle moment. Already. All right, you want to start or you want me to start? Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. You, it's, it's your world. I'm just living in it. Yeah, you know I got to start off with, how about them cowboys? Go ahead. How about them cowboys? What about them, man? What about them? Let me, let me hear some. Three and one. Uh, pretty impressive being three and one. Their leader uh, broke his thumb. And well, everybody else had to be professional. So they got a new leader. Is that what we're saying? They had an understudy. They got a new leader. He's three and oh. He's a new leader. Yeah, he's he's understudy. Now he ain't no but, understudy, man. But, 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 but we'll take what he's given compared <laughs> to what you got going on over there in, in, in Texanville. That's all good. That's all good, man. We're gonna get the number one draft pick again. The race to the number one draft pick. At, in the fourth week of the season, right? Uh, but we but but Jack, we talked about the fact that the, the way uh, the uh, all, uh, the preseason is compared to how it used to be. Yeah, that it was going to take about three to four games. We said about four games before we feel like uh, who has uh, uh, put themselves in a position to be where they where they are. You know. Yeah, 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 and man. So yeah, with the Cowboys being three and one, um, you know, uh, you know, then I don't think they're world beaters or anything like that. But so, they had to beat the teams they had to beat, and so far they've done that. So let me ask you this: Who, What's the number one reason they are three and one right now? Their defense, absolutely, their defense. Okay, uh, they've been they've been very very good. Yeah, uh, they've been uh, opportunistic. You know, um, um, they have put the the offense in a place where they don't have to go ninety eight yards to score a touchdown. Yeah, and so then, they so they so so. If we kick the ball off to them and they get the ball at the 25, because now, now, you know, most of the kicks get kicked out of bounds, mm -hmm. um, you know, they might give up one or two first downs, but, uh, you know, they're not giving up eight, nine first downs and giving up field goals or uh, getting the ball oh, really? like at the 50-yard line and, and getting it at the 10 or, or at the 12. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they have allowed less and less points as the season has gone on. From 19 to 17 to 16 to 10. So, yeah, it looks like the defense is improving week by week as well. But uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to their new leader, uh, Cooper Rush. You know what I'm saying? I feel like uh, as long as he keeps winning, Dak shouldn't get that job. Not only should they not give it to him, he shouldn't even ask for it back. As long as, yeah. they, keep, as, long as they keep winning. Let me preface it by saying that. Right, right. Well, I will say this. Uh Personally, I, I broke my thumb my junior year in a freak accident playing quarterback. <laughs> running, the, no, seriously, Jack. Running back ran into my thumb with the ball. Yeah. And it just popped out. And that's kind of like the same situation that he had. 
And I remember when the doctor put a cast on it, mm -hmm. it took about four weeks, and then it took another two weeks to get the, the mobility back. Okay. So to me, he shouldn't be in any rush. I mean, it's yeah. been three weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking uh, first yeah. week in no first week in November. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so he, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I mean, sounds about right. Yeah. And, then, and that that gives Cooper Rush enough time to lose. Well, you're a cowboy hater. No, so. no, no. no, no. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a Texas. No, I'm a Texas homer. That's okay. the difference between a homer and a hater. I ain't okay. hating on nobody. All right, I, 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 I take it back. I, I give, I give you that. What I'm saying is, is this, right? Um, I think that they should say, "Hey, look, we're not going to put you in until like the last game of uh of October, first game of uh." Of November, that that's what I'm saying. That gives him about six good weeks. Yep, I cast for four weeks, and then two weeks to get his mobility back. And they're and off. Then, and they're off. They're off. They have a bye week that first week in November. Oh, okay. Before they play Green Bay, that's probably the week he should come back. Right, right. Well, yep. you know what? Now that you're telling me that, um, maybe he's if if he's capable without any stress, maybe come back. Uh, the end of October, get one game in before the break. Yeah, well, they have Chicago. That, that'd, be a, that'd be yeah. a good game to get in. Yeah, if he's, <laughs> he ain't going to get hit. If he's ready, you know what I'm saying? If he's ready. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's six weeks. Already, already. Okay, What's the next ready? topic, brother? Okay, let's talk uh, college football, Jack. I'll let you lead off, and then I'm going to come in with some uh, black college football. So Okay, all right. Well, let me uh, – uh, do my little soliloquy on my Aggies real quick, cause uh, yeah, they're they're very di disappointing right now. Uh, the offense is terrible. Uh, Max Johnson is not nearly as good as advertised or as we thought he would be. We don't know whether it's him grasping uh, Jimbo's offense or whether it's Jimbo uh, calling, you know, his play calling. But uh, the offense is terrible, which in my eyes it's putting a lot of pressure on the defense to be greater than, than they really should be at this point. Cause there's a bunch of freshmen out there and everybody keeps talking about, well, they were the number one class, but they're all freshmen going against guys that have been in college three and four years, you know? So I, I think you need to give them a little benefit of the doubt in that sense, but also the offense needs to help them out. Uh, and them lost to Mississippi state, man. And that was, that was so disheartening. I didn't even watch the game. Mm -hmm. I uh, I was at a family reunion watching it uh, with my Xfinity app, and uh, I didn't get to watch the second half, but I listened to it on the radio, and it was just frustrating, bro. So I, I you know, I'm disheartened right now. Uh, didn't want to do a recap of the game uh, like I had been doing, uh, but uh, there needs to be changes. And, and from what I'm hearing. Uh, Max Johnson might be hurt or they might uh, quote say he's hurt and, and get Haynes King back in there. But I don't think they're going to get Wigman in there yet. Cause I'm just, I just don't think he's ready. So I think they'll probably go back to Haynes King if he's uh, you know, if they make a change, uh, but, but they play Alabama this year. They beat Alabama last year with uh, Zach Calzada, who was the, the, the worst quarterback in D one last year. And they beat Alabama. He started 14 for 14 versus Alabama last year. I'm not saying that's going to happen this year. But 
I believe uh, Jimbo rises in big games. Just like I said, he, they beat number 10, Arkansas, number 13, Miami. But they lost to App State and Mississippi State. So, you know what I'm saying? So, this is the number one team in the country. I think they that, that Jimbo will rise to the occasion. I'm not saying they'll win, but I'm saying they will compete. They, they've got heart and, and they've got pride. And uh, they get all that from the coach. Uh, but the well, season, the, yeah, the season's not going the way it should, and and you know, oh, they had they had high hopes in uh, <laughs> College Station, so yeah, you know, did. I'm gonna call them uh, Station College because they moving backwards, bro. <laughs> they moving backwards. So that College Station, Station College. Oh hell, man, I can't. <laughs> I can't, hey, you know what? I can't even say nothing, man. Cause oh, the Aggies from Station College. Because that, 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 that's uh, actually pretty funny, man. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, so, so, bro. So here's the deal, right? Um, they in bad shape, man. They was, they was a top five. Maybe if somebody lost and they beat a couple of teams, they could be in that. In that top four, that was that was the talk all summer mm-hmm. uh, where they were ranked, and for them to be what two and two now, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they and they lose to two underdogs basically, two un- unranked teams, definitely. right? Two mm-hmm. underdogs, mm-hmm. right? Somebody, somebody, somebody not going to be in Station College very long. It's not going to be Jumbo. Oh yeah, he they got gonna, it. His contract solid. Not only that, but they're going to find a scapegoat. Right, some somebody about to get cut. It might be the it might be the water boy. It might be the uh, uh, dude that lines up the field. They're gonna blame it on somebody. Somebody's about to get hit. Yeah, and the the closest person because is this is nobody. The offense is what sucks, and Jimbo runs the offense. So I don't see any other offensive coaches losing their jobs. But I could see. I don't see it, but I could see a scenario where. The defense gets worse as the season goes on because the offense is so sorry, and DJ Durkin is, is, is let go. I can see that happening. I don't think it will, but I can definitely see it. That's probably more the closest thing to reality than anything else. D- DJ Dirk, uh, Durkin is the what? Defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's I, a first-year guy. Yeah. Well, I tell you, uh, when they, I, was, I was out, and I watched them when they played Appalachian State. I thought somebody was going to lose their job right after that game. I, I was like, I said, oh, somebody. Some, somebody was <laughs> turning their T-shirt. <laughs> you know, yeah. the NFL, when they cut you, they, they take the playbook. They take they take your T-shirts yeah. and, 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 and your jackets and that kind of stuff when you're in college. Yeah, man. All right. My my, my heart hurts, man. Uh, next topic, brother. What we got? Oh, okay. Let's go with uh, let's go with Brett Farr, right? Let's talk a little bit about Brett Farr. Uh, he's a, He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's outside the NFL. I, and- I, we can. He, do, he doesn't move the needle for me very much. I don't really care for Brett Favre. And I don't think many of our listeners do. But if you want to talk about Brett Favre, let's talk about Brett Favre. Oh, uh, I, I'm going to – I, I got I to get on him because <laughs> – no, because here's the deal, right? When, when other NFL players who retired have some missteps, yeah. They jump all on them like they still playing. So yeah. I'm not gonna let this see 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 when when certain people steal money, they call them embezzlers, right? Mm-hmm. 
He an out-out thief. He's a thief. Oh, yeah, and he knew he was stealing. He knew right, he was stealing. Right. Yeah, he, 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 he was the opposite of Robin Hood. So he was Hood Robin. Right? <laughs> you should. He, he, right, he stole was... the hood. He, he and, took money that was designated for the for poor. Yeah, and, and gave it to the rich. Yeah, right. So he's not Robin Hood. He's Hood Robin. I'm, That's what I'm, I'm not saying Southern Miss is a rich school. But they they aren't the the they aren't as poor as, as where the money needed to go. The money the money didn't need to go for new volleyball gyms and and all that type of stuff. And it wasn't designated for that. And I don't see how, as a mayor, Brett Favre, is a retired Brett Favre, is somebody that can pressure you into giving him any kind of money. Like to me. A Brett Favre that was playing had more leverage than a Brett Favre that was retired. I mean, where did he get this newfound power from where he can strong arm somebody into giving him funds that weren't meant for him? Man, all, all those dudes got their hands in the cookie jar. They in bed with each other, bro. That, I mean, it, it, all they're doing is just passing a hot potato so that, you know, uh, yeah, well. try to, see, he got the biggest name. Brett Favre got the biggest name. So, so he's trying to pass, everybody's trying to pass the potato around or pass the buck or whatever you want to call it around, especially Brett Favre, because yeah. Hall of Famer, right? uh, Super Bowl champion, right? uh, 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 just being a Hall of Famer, man, he makes about a million dollars just a speaking engagement. So he, he Already, up. yeah, 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 yeah. No, financially, he, if you don't, but you know, he, no, he, he didn't use it. He didn't use it for his daughter's volleyball gym. Look, man, he messed his, <laughs> look, look, he messed his reputation up. And I'm going to say that, right? Yeah. He's a thief, right? But I'm not going to call him an embezzler. He's a thief, right? He's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's hood robber. That's what I call him, Brett Favre. Right. Because that's what they would have said to any other person that would have been out there that did the same thing with him. They yeah. try to get, try to keep, Keep it out of the, uh, you know. Oh, they started saying, "Oh, well, he paid this money back." Well, still, bro, he stole. He's a Already, thief. he's stole. That's why I had to make sure I get got on that, Jack. Already, uh, next topic, baby. Let's talk about the women's soccer team that's uh, suffered abuse. So the parallel is in the same light as the gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, quote unquote the former doctor Larry Nasser mm-hmm. um, and and the cronies at Michigan State and um, the, uh, the the USA team uh, with the um, uh, gymnastics. Yep. This is the same type of parallel, okay. right? Yep. Uh, you got young women, right? Yep. Who are governed by Pretty much non-melanin men, right? Yeah. And doctors, non-melanin doctors, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they, you know, touching and feeling on these young girls, man. And you know, saying they're examining them, but they doing all this freaky deaky stuff. And uh, now these ladies are older, and you know they realize what was done to them, and now they're speaking out. Yeah. And, yeah. I. Uh... 
it's tough. I, you know, like it's not, it's not tough, you know, in the sense of, of being angry, but, but it just the fact that every everything involved with that, like it's tough, like like you know, it's more than one person to blame. Like the doctors are the main people to blame, but come on, like it's coaches involved, parents. I mean, manager people that that deal with these kids on a day to day basis. Like multiple people should know what's going on at all times, and for this to to, to go on in gymnastics on the USA level, uh, on the college level, and soccer. Like, how can it continue to go on when these guys' lives are so regimented and so many adults control what they do and where they go? Jack, this is, this is what I'm going to say, right? And I'm just going to put it out there. I uh, don't care. Um, I'm just going to tell my truth. So, you know, this stuff been going on a long time, right? Yeah. The bottom line is, is that probably over the last 30 or 40 years, um, women have uh, developed their own power, right? To speak out, right? Yep. They got their own college degrees, they got their own money, so they can speak out. Now, when they was in these relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Where the man, and in particular, Italy, all right, uh, non-melanin men mm -hmm. controlled all the purse strings. Yeah. And so when they went to court and it was mostly all melanin men at that time, right? Yeah. Who did you get who did they give the power to? Right? They couldn't mm -hmm. sue their their uh their their oppressor, even if it was their husband. That's how it used to be. Yeah. Now, because of diversity and there's more diff there's different people's uh, in, in in the courts now, right? We just we just saw that. With uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice Jackson, so when you start having those situations and you yep. have people think differently and you give them some power to speak out, yep, that's what's happening. That's why diversity matters, right? Right. right. That's why it matters, man. And so, in my opinion, right, these young women now, because you got the Me Too movement, and then you had the uh, the uh, uh, right after the Civil Rights Movement. You had a a, a, a a women's movement, mm -hmm. uh, the, the the organization of now. So these ladies, man, you know they might call them feminists or whatever the case may be. Yep. But they've developed their own power structure, right? So that they're earning their own money and doing that, so they can speak out. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of where I stand on it, man. Yeah, you know, you know, because yeah. because what they do is they'll say, "Well, men are nah, bro. Don't don't put us in that category." <laughs> as far as I know, right? Well, one thing I I know is if, if there's any black men on that committee, right, yeah. or any minority men on those committees, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not enough of them to have voting rights to have power. Right, right. So let's let's call it where it is, right? It's non-melanin men. Still doing the same stuff they did back in the day, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna give you this on the way out, bro. These guys are no no more 
or they're about the same as these pedophile priests, bro. Same scenario. No, oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, I agree with that. All right, you got uh, something else? Yeah, let's go with uh, let's go with Brittany Griner. Yeah, okay? yeah, we haven't touched I, on her, man. Yeah, I think that's a good subject to talk about. So uh, let's update the people here. Uh, so Brittany Griner uh, was held captive on a bogus uh, 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 misdemeanor charge. In my opinion, right? Here's the here's the main thing I want to talk about, Jack, and I'll let you go right with this. All right. So she plays. She's she's she was considered and still is pretty much considered the number one woman's basketball player in the world. Yeah. She played over in Russia for what I understand I five years. Yeah. So you know how much money and prestige and everything that they got off of her. And she admitted that she had it. She didn't try to hide it. It was it was not a, 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 a blatant situation. Right. She also found out that she had a, a doctor's a, a doctor's note, but it's illegal over in Russia. But my point is, she had built so much goodwill with them. How did you give her nine years, man? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I guess she was leaving uh, the airport, coming back to the states, and they caught her with uh, don't know how much uh, hash oil, but it it just from the package it looked pretty small, but I guess you could fit a lot of a lot of hash oil in a little bitty package. I don't know, but then uh, you know they held her for some months before they they. Uh, you know, had a trial or decided what charges to 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 put to her, and uh, you know, I guess whatever charges they put to her, they wanted to give her the limit, and I guess the limit was uh, you know nine years, uh, whatever they gave her. I'm not, uh, in, in you know, I I don't I don't think that. Well, let me say this, man. You know. I agree with you in 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 in, in, the, in the the fact that Brittany uh, should have been she, first of all she should have been released on her own recognizance just because of who she is nationally and she ain't gonna be no she ain't going nowhere but you know to play ball but they weren't gonna do that because they'd have had all kinds of problems trying to get her back if they wanted to put charges on her but I feel like like Brittany Griner man. Uh, She's been over there long enough to know. I mean, I'm not saying that what they're doing is above board, but I'm saying she felt mighty comfortable, you know, with that with that hash oil. I, I mean, like, like it's not the first time she done did that. And maybe they let it slide. Maybe they've let it slide multiple times. But you can't keep playing with fire if, if in, in fact, that wasn't her first time. Jack, let me read something to you, right? Hey. This was sent to me real quick. Yeah. It says Brittany Griner, 31-year-old American, convicted of smuggling 0.7 grams of THC into Russia on a trip to play basketball for a Russian team. Sentenced nine years and fined a million rubles. Now, under this, it says, um, 
and, and of course, Brittany Griner is African-American. Audrey Lorber's 19-year-old American found guilty of smuggling 17 grams of THC into Russia mm. while on a family vacation, released after two months detention and fine 15,000 rubles. I got yeah. it. I got well, it in writing here, Jack. Well, we already know that she's a political pawn, right? We know that because they they held her for so long and they didn't even give her an opportunity to to to, to make bail or any of that. My my thing, my issue which I'm debating you. So, I, you know, just because we're having a debate don't always mean, you know, I'm one I'm, I'm one side and not not seeing the other side, right? But I, I just feel like, I mean, that that is, low. like I said, the package was so small. I'm like, come on, guys, what are y'all doing? But Brittany has to take some blame. Not nine years worth of blame, goddammit. Not nine years worth of blame. But you know, some of the blame for just but being in that situation. But she did, Jack. She said that she 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 admitted it and she came clean. She didn't try to deny it. She said, hey, she didn't mean to bring it in, but she did have it. Right. So, but that's not a nine year case, bro. Hell no. Not at all, man. Uh and now and and as you and as you knew what was gonna happen, they won't who do they want in exchange for Britney? Like some arms dealers trying to blow up America or some bullshit like that? <laughs> All we want is a basketball player and a journalist. And they want two of the most dangerous people on the face of the planet in exchange for them. So that right there lets you know what kind of deal that is. And who they have in charge of Putin, Putin. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, he, and, and Putin's killing everybody, right? Yeah, he, he's, stop, he's stopping all over uh, Ukraine. He's not. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, he, dude, he just he's 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 just reckless, right? Yeah, blowing people up, killing people, right? Women, and, women, and kids, and, pregnant and, and, women, right? Families, right? He's and, not some. So what I was saying is that he's not someone that America can reason with or ration with. He's just not. So. You know, short of breaking Britney up out of there, not only Britney but and the the, the journalist. Because let's be be fair, like the journalist is like, what about me? He's like, I've been here way longer than Britney, and y'all ain't sent nobody to come get me. But so, the thing is, is that he's he's he, his story is being kept alive because of the national ex, uh, and international exposure. Of what I'm saying, I'm saying, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure he feels some kind of way that it wasn't before she got arrested. Right. But yeah, but yeah, he, he definitely both of them, short of breaking them out. I mean, I don't, I don't see Russia giving in well, unless, you know, unless goes, we give them those guys. If she goes back to court on appeal the end of this month, I don't know if you heard about that. And who's in charge of the appeals? Well, you know, <laughs> well, put, well, well, well. Well, I mean, put it, put it this way. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reporting like the reporters do. Yeah, yeah. They said at the end of the month they go back, so maybe by that time they'll have some kind of back backyard deal that will free her. I mean, we, we're hoping that's the case. So, Jack, let me let me go on to Tom Brady. Uh, you know, uh, you know, he's having a situation where uh, it's been reported that him and his wife uh, uh, may be breaking up and divorcing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he reneged on a deal that they had made. That, that don't make anybody <laughs> mad at you. 
My, me and my girl was talking about that last night. You know, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is my girlfriend's baby daddy. That's what she called him. Right. Yeah, she loves some Tom Brady. So she all up in their business. And, you know. She, What's her perspective? That Tom can't do no wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I mean? Oh, but wow. she, see, she sees his wife's point. But she's uh-huh. not as mad at Tom as she would be if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I second that emotion. I know that's true. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, but here's the deal, like you said, right? So, you know, we don't know all the facts, but we do know, and in, in my opinion, we do know that um, she was ready to live his, her life, you know, because, you know, you're a football coach, Right. Um, I mean, he's a player, a coach, but they're all in the same kind of boat. Yep. Um, you know, you coach football, uh, high school football. I'm, I'm semi-retired right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you go probably from right after 4th of July until either you get eliminated from the playoffs yep. or the first week in November. Yeah, and that's man. pretty much every day. Am I right, Jack? Yeah, absolutely right. Yep. So every so let's day. say Tom Brady's been playing football since he was seven or eight years old, all the way through high school and college, and, and what, 15, 16 years in the pros now? No, no, 20. 20 years, okay. Well, yeah. my, my, point, my point is uh, they thought he was going to retire right after the, uh, he won that Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, yep. I, it, look, I'm, I'm not giving anybody advice. But if, if I was Tom Brady, man, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd try to make peace with my wife, man, because football going to be over soon yep. regardless. And he's going he gonna to want his family, man. So this is yeah. my – yeah, and this is my uh, my perspective on that. You know, uh, I'm the same way. I, I, like I, I told my girl last night, I said, uh, Tom Brady need to, need to work it out because football yeah. – Football ain't gonna be there in in a few months. And his his wife, but then yeah. I, I said I, I said his wife need to stick it out. You know what I'm saying? Because again, for the same reason, football ain't gonna be there that long. You know, he he's not gonna play forever. But so the, the perspective that I wanted to share is that if he is if he's in his 23rd year of playing, because I think. 1999, 2000, when he was drafted, it's his 23rd year, bro. Over half his life, if he could have retired and kept his marriage after 22 years, and he decided to play an extra year, he didn't want that marriage to begin with. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Wow. If if he would put it on the burning blocks like that, he must was on the way out anyway. Either he was, uh. He thought she was, or she was. You know what I'm saying? That's Otherwise, a, there's no reason, to, no reason to to do it. That's a strong perspective. But I'm gonna go back to what you said a few minutes ago about yeah. there seemed like there was a deal made. Yeah. And it looks like he reneged on the deal, and she just tired of it. Hey, I was gonna retire, but I did. Right? You know, you know the song said, "When a woman's fed up, right." <laughs> And, right, you, that's a, that's and you know, and you know where the dude that wrote that song at? <laughs> <laughs> Where's he at, Jack? He in Sing Sing somewhere. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Hey man, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, right. You know? I mean, 
they both got money, so it ain't like it's just his money. Right. You know, yeah. so she, you know, like take a chill. If, if I made this money, right? They always talk about she got more money than him. That's but, also but, what we talked about. Me and my girl, we talked to, because the story broke saying that they both had retained divorce attorneys and they were exploring divorce. Right. Well, only, only rich people get attorneys to explore divorce. Poor people, if we gonna get attorneys, we get divorced. By the time <laughs> we get the attorney, it's over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so exploring divorce simply means that they're trying to see if it's worth it, if monetarily it's worth it, because they both have a lot to lose. Right. Well, even beyond the money, man, like, if you got a heart, you don't want to see nobody's family break up. Tom Brady, you know, your, your best friend, uh, your co-workers, you know, um, you know, and, and their situation, really, you know, like, like he's on, he's on his last, he, bro. He, he, he on his, he, he's on a spare tire. He driving around on a spare tire. That spare tire gonna pop every, at some point. And and, then, the, and their roster. This is what I don't get. Their roster is so, and we're running out of time, bro. How much time we got, Jack? Uh, four minutes. Okay. And I want to bring one more topic in. So. Okay. And their roster is so depleted. He wasn't gonna win a Super Bowl this year, no way. I don't know why he coming back. And unless he's just greedy for the money, or he's greedy for the, he don't want to. He he, he want to leave on his own terms. But bruh, he got yeah. a Super Bowl in the last two or three years, and and you know that type of stuff. So I don't know, yeah. man. I, you know, I hope I hope they can work it out, man. Because yeah, yeah. you know, just from a family perspective, you know. Okay, okay, three, three, three and a half minutes. Okay, yeah. I want to I want to talk black college football because I got I skipped over that so to save the best for last, and I want to talk about my North Carolina Central University Eagles. Go ahead, out of Durham, North Carolina. I'll let we, you have the floor, man. Because man, we played against our rival, North Carolina A and T University mm-hmm. in Charlotte at, uh, on Labor Day weekend. Yep. And they called it like a Labor Day Classic. And um, so I was interviewing people on uh, on uh, on my Facebook channel. And I was like, hey, so who's going to win the game? I, don't, I said, don't just tell me who, me, aren't we going to win. I said, I need a score and a prediction. So when I asked A&T, our rival, 56 to nothing, 38-7. Man, we got I made blowout scores. When I asked people from Central, Central was like 21 14, uh, 21 20, um, you know, uh, yeah. 17 14. So, <laughs> what, but what really got me toward the end is that, uh, give me a one minute, Jack. Yep. So, uh, so what got me at the end while I was interviewing people as they were getting ready to go in, and I had video, I don't know if you saw it, Jack. But it was it was pretty exciting. I was interviewing, yeah. and so uh, what happened was these, this group of North Carolina State—I mean, excuse me—North Carolina a t people had these gold shirts, and it said "BNCCU." I looked. <laughs> I said, "That's disrespectful. <laughs> disrespecting us." And I was like, I was going off. Everybody was laughing. I said, "Look, I hope the football team hear me. They got shirts like." Man, I was you, going off. You had so a minute, you had a minute, bro. 
We ended up winning the game, Jack, right? Okay, yep. 28-13, right? Yep. So when I, when I saw the people come out, I was like, too soon to talk about it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> As I walked by, I shook my head. I was standing in the same place. And then when those guys came out with one of those BNCCU shirts, I said, man, turn that shirt inside out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, that's awesome, man. And the video... The videos that, that you had from that, man, looked awesome. Like, you had a great time, bro. I did. I did, Jack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also, we number two college uh, football uh, nationally, black college football nationally, right yeah. behind Jackson State. Good. Which, uh, the great Deion Sanders is coaching. Awesome. So we can okay. wrap it up, Jack. For sure. Good deal, man. Uh, this was a good show. Good show, brother. Uh, for you guys that are listening uh, or watching on uh, YouTube, hopefully you got value out of this. Uh, download it, uh, like, uh, comment, share. Uh, we had a great time. I'm uh, Eric T. Jackson. This is Coach AJ Jackson here. Yep, and we are out of here. Appreciate everybody for, for listening, tuning in. Peace.